0: hey what's up guys uh it's been a minute again but i'm back and i had another guest on nick benavidez he is a stand-up comedian in cincinnati he got started a few years back before the pandemic but in uh 2020 2021 he decided to uh start a start giving it a go again and uh he's a funny guy i love having conversations with him and he's been a great friend to me so far as i try to navigate the stand-up comedy scene in cincinnati as i'm getting my my wings wet or my feet wet all right guys here it is it's always up with sam Malazzo and nick Benavides. Was my guest.
1: the But Thinky, the tillis. Small, one.
0: the fullest, bullet, ducking when big
1: What's up Nick? Not much Mr. Malazzo. How are you? It's good to be here. Is this class time? I mean
0: with a classic person like yourself of course it is. Thanks for um, thanks for coming on this podcast. Um, You saved me a little bit. I haven't made an episode for about a little over a month now. Um, I was going to post like an update a few days ago and uh, talk about how you were going to come on, and uh, Alex Schubert also said that he wanted wanted to be a guest, and uh, someone else in my grad program. Her name's Taylor Vanderbeen She wants to she wants to speak. So, um, yeah. Sorry, I didn't uh, do that. But well, everyone okay. that not just you, but everyone <laughs> that listens to this, all uh, average of eleven or twelve viewers. For episodes well, you, so far well you so all are beautiful to, and we love you yeah for listening. i gotta say the people that do listen to this are like pretty like attractive i don't think like any, <laughs> i don't think like any ugly people listen. <laughs> the uglies. Listen. Well, yeah um so i uh first of all i just like wanted to talk with nick about it's his last year of school mm-hmm. he's going to uc too what are you getting your degree in
1: I'm getting my degree in organizational leadership with a focus on talent development. So it's very, very fancy, very broad, very HR-focused. What's it called? (laughs) (laughs) HR-focused major, I guess. Yeah. Do you want to be in HR? You know, I do for now. Um, There are many things I've started to discover that I want to do with my life. Uh, However... I have realized that HR, at least for right now, is what I think would be a good starter career. Uh, and, and you know, if it turns into the actual career, that's great, too. But uh, as far as just being a starter career, I think that it's good to at least have a job that uh, you're aware that you're helping out people, that you're contributing to society in a way that... Uh, it's not very well seen necessarily because it's like benefits work and stuff like that that I'm doing currently. but HR has to do with like recruiting uh, with benefits with compliance. So there are a lot of different avenues, but it's all very focused on trying to help out people and uh, that's something that I've always valued just being in many entry level jobs over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's always that's kind of how I got drawn into this, so to speak yeah. but
0: yeah, uh, and I'll, I'll say something in the introduction about it. Nick is a stand-up comedian in Cincinnati, so I think that's interesting yeah. that you're either going to help people or make fun of them,
1: <laughs> Yeah, <right?
0: laughs> That's part of, honestly, though, help. But you're going to, re- but honestly, yeah, stand-up, like making people laugh uh, is really helpful, yeah. Yeah, and, <laughs> and like that, to me, that's part of why I got into
1: stand-up because, like, yeah. When I first started it was like the pandemic was still going on. it was February of 2021 so like we were still kind of in it uh, for like that year. and I thought hey like you know I heard uh, I think Bill Burr he said like during 9/11 comedians took that as sort of a rallying cry to hey, our country's hurting, we need to help out and I had done stand-up one time in the years prior. Uh, And just the singular time and never again. And then I thought, Hey, like my country's hurting right now, you know, why not, why not give it a shot? And, and through that, I I found something that I never thought I would. Yeah. And, and that I'm eternally grateful for. And also like, it's just another thing that I can notch onto the resume because uh, I, I actually, I don't know if I told you this, Sam, but. Uh, I put stand-up comedy on my resume, like my legitimate oh, I resume. T- I, have
0: the, I don't have stand-up on mine yet, but I do have this podcast on it now. Oh, cool. Yeah, I I added that during this semester, probably mm-hmm. about a month ago, yeah.
1: Yeah, and that that's just one thing, like, in, to any, I guess, performers out there that are listening to this, regardless of what profession you're in, as long as you just keep it short like you should with any resume, just, you know, to conserve space since, you know, people have high time value and whatever, Uh, It definitely it's something that makes you jump out, and uh, I still remember in my actually in my interview, my boss he stops right in the middle of it and goes, "So, stand up comedy," and I and my lit up like a match, dude. I was because you know I had to also you know just like in any professional setting, you have to like reserve yourself and be, "Oh well, this is something that I really enjoy," and blah blah blah, blah. but. Uh, but then that opens up a personal connection and, and my boss he uh, he was he, he even opened up he said uh, he was in a metal band from high school through college and so now like that's an instant connection and you know like that and if he turned out to be my boss it would have made it even better which he ended up doing so yeah yeah and that's just uh, differentiate yourself it's not good to be normal but it's good to be normal with a dash of I guess. Yeah.
0: I've never had a problem with like differentiating myself or making the connections, but I really struggle with like the professionalism Mm -hmm. side of it. Um, I feel like when, whenever, especially like when I meet people at work that I like, uh, like I want to be friends with
1: them (laughs) instead
0: of just like, yeah, just being coworkers. So I, I think that's part of the, one of the main reasons I'm trying to do stand up is because I feel like it's more like relationship oriented mm-hmm. and you're, yeah, you're like building like off of each other rather than um, uh, tr- trying to differ- trying to differentiate yourself. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't think you really like have to try to stand out and stand Never. up. You just need to be yourself. Mm-hmm. Like I, and I've always felt whenever I work like a department so i worked at like a tilly's which is have you ever been at urban outfitters or anything like that uh i have been to urban Outfitters. tilly's is like uh urban outfitters basically oh, okay. um like i just i just felt like uh i blended in and i didn't really like what was i gonna do to stand out like fold shirts faster right or like know. or do like the the cash drawer like faster than everybody else so I don't know. I and I, yeah. I in public. <laughs> I just said I. Uh, 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 and <laughs> like with public speaking, to like teaching public speaking, I find that as well. I'm just expressing myself rather than. I don't know. Trying to like think about like resume experience and things like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, from what it sounds like to me, you. And this is just my interpretation. You,
0: are, you have an anxiety problem.
1: <laughs> well, not just that. You have many more. You have many more problems than that that I cannot solve. But, <laughs> but, um, but, like uh, when you're in like a retail job, like I, I can empathize with that. As far as you know, there's only so far you can go differentiate yourself. Maybe you're going for promotion or something like that. But there's only so far you can go to not just, not necessarily impress, but to, I, but like to your point, blend, uh, yeah. like, cause like part of what, just thinking about like my experiences and my entry-level jobs, like, uh, I was a very te- and still am a very team oriented person. And so I've tried to at least be, uh, understanding, like I am part of a unit and I'm here to help everybody else as much as I am myself. But then again, you know, it, nobody's perfect and many different, uh, I guess, amalgamations of things happening throughout the day, you know, determine yeah. what's all going to happen. But, um, but I think that's just part of a product of being in a job that you aren't necessarily, that, it, that pays the bills. It pays the bills. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it sounds like from public speaking, uh, you get a much more passionate outlet that also allows you To connect more because public speaking is a very vulnerable place to be in. Because you, as the public speaker, especially like when your students are doing it, they like they're like some of them are scared shitless. Yeah. You know, pardon my French, but like that's there's a good reason that public speaking is the number one, or I think it's still number
0: one. uh, But it's one of the biggest fears of Americans or something like that. Yeah. I wonder if there's any other if there's any countries in the world where they're, they're extremely confident. I've thought about that. Probably not, but
1: like in public speaking. Yeah. Or, yeah, I mean that's true, but not every like the Chinese. But not everybody has free speech, brother. <laughs> yeah.
0: That is true. But um, but yeah. Like, you yeah. know, funny we have free speech, but we're so uncomfortable to speak in front of other people, right? Though, like, because we're not on Twitter, Twitter.
1: <laughs> yeah, true. free speech was born again, brother. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's but... really gonna fuck some people up in like 10 to 20 years. Just you know what I mean? Like, Twitter, uh, not necessarily just like the platforms, but uh, mm-hmm. like having arguments and, re- and reading arguments yeah. online um because like when you're manifesting those thoughts by yourself in your head you're not really you're not having like the dialogue with it you're not bouncing someone else's thoughts like into the situation you're only like looking at it from your own perspective and then like building upon that perspective mm-hmm. the more you read on so yeah there's probably going to be a lot of fucking introverts like really like yeah. really like like i i can cons- i used to consider myself introverted but I think I just like alone time. Yeah. And that's yeah.
1: something that I think even extroverts feel. Yeah. Then,
0: okay. I just made it sound like it's bad to be introverted. Mm, but I'm, a, I'm an introvert. This sounds like, I don't know. I just feel like it's making, it like, internet, like, feuds or – Making it harder for people to communicate. I do, I do yeah. get
1: what you're, sorry to interrupt. I should have
0: said introverted. No, I'm,
1: don't judge yourself, brother. You're all good. But, like, I totally get what you mean, though, because we get so, uh, like, heck, I even saw, like, a 60 minutes ad just for today uh, during the Bengals game. Yeah. Uh, like, just how damaging the social media algorithm can be, to, whether it's TikTok, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Twitter, it's so During Instagram game, yeah. I was like an ad, just like the click, 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 okay. sixty minutes ad. But, uh, but that was what it happened to be about. Josh, but, yeah. um, but like I, like I have so many memories and memories of like what other people have told me about their experiences, like with cyberbullying, with like I comment feuds, yeah. like because yeah. you get so emotionally invested because you're you're free to you're. I'm trying to express this, your freedom of speech is being engaged and you're trying to stand up for what you're free to speak for. Yeah. If that makes sense. Have you ever
0: heard of uh, Chris Chan? That name sounds familiar. Yeah. My, some of my friends showed me who this person is on YouTube a few months ago. It was a man that streamed, I think on Twitch and mm-hmm. was talking to people on in some kind of forum. I don't know if it was i think it was reddit and they were like manipulating this per they ended up becoming transgender like through this process of being cyberbullied. Wow! like for a year and they gained like notoriety and popularity like on twitter became like verified somewhat celebrity status but they were living with their mom and so they ended up sexually assaulting their mom and now they're in prison really yeah yeah wow Yeah, and... It's a really... And there's some guys making, like, a... There's people, like, obsessed with this thing. and There's, like, a 60-part docu-series on YouTube right now. It's really strange.
1: Of Chris Chan's story?
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's all recorded through its streams. That's true. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Huh. God, like... It is weird to think because when you see... Like, I'm somebody who's very... uh, I'm somebody who's very uh, attached to YouTube as far as like, that's my main source of entertainment. Um, and when you see, Pete, regardless of whether it's off camera and they're just playing clips of whatever on the screen or it's them directly, you automatically sort of assume that they're okay with this. They are used to the internet they know what it's like, they are impenetrable. It, it gives off that connotation as far as yeah. when you are just, not mindlessly, but when you're, you're just, when you're in consuming mode and you're just not thinking about that kind of stuff. And and that's kind of like where that illusion of like uh, perfection is sort of uh, put up. And then unfortunately you start to see the descent of some of these people that yeah. are, being probably being affected by some of the uh, problems with social media addiction that you mentioned a few minutes ago.
0: Yeah, it's not funny, is it? Thanks for getting that. <laughs> I dropped my Pepsi cap. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's not funny. I remember when it used to just be. I don't. It used to just. Be, I would say there's like funnier tweets and memes now but I remember when I first got Twitter like in 2012 so I was 13 years old it was just a bunch of stupid shit and like people like get like fighting like talking to each other like in threads and like people like saying like they're going to bed and stuff like just like people like having conversations and posting goofy stuff so yeah it was like super harmless I remember I remember also the first time I got Twitter. I didn't know the difference of posting and messaging. Mm. So I sent, a gr- I sent a girl, hey, one tweet, hey, another tweet, what's up? Another tweet, are you going to the baseball game tonight? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> she said, she came up to me at the game. She's like, why are you tweeting at me? Oh, little yeah. old Bert's tweeting. <laughs> no, I was so embarrassed, dude. Oh, man.
1: God, I remember, um, <laughs> I, I, my, I, I have to mention this. My older sister has been absolutely crucial as far as my development with social media because she, like, I, I'm a middle child of, uh, two sisters. Oh, nice. And yeah. And so my older sister, like, you know, she was the test child basically yeah. for, like she grew up in front of me so she got to experience the world before i did and then like you know see how it affects her and stuff and uh you know we'd have our fights but all power to her she it has and still has my back as far as when i like if i post something she will let me know and be like hey i don't know about this like um uh i like i i can't remember the actual post but i remember she sat me down was just like you know people will see this and they will respond how they will want to based on what you Mm -hmm. present them. And that, and that paraphrased experience uh, has always just kind of stuck with me just as far as uh, just self filtration, you know, since I in conversation tend to not really have a filter, uh, I guess. Um, But uh, that's also just sort of taught me like, You know, it's all about presentation. When you're on Instagram, people present their best moments.
0: I have that problem too, dude. Like, I think I'm kind of self-absorbed in that kind of manner. And I'm not – and that's not necessarily a bad thing because it has – it's social media. And I think everyone that we know personally doesn't really, like, make money off of social media. Yeah. So – but, yeah, I get that. I just post stupid shit. I don't think anybody really fucks with it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And, like – and. Uh, I think that we're at a point where as like, in, in 2012, that may have been different, you know, since, like, again, it was just so new and we're all just trying to, like, you know, just have fun, really. And now I feel like 10 years later, it's all, like, we know the heights people can reach. And so now within our own little windows or bubbles or whatever you want to call it, we're trying to look for our own uh sense of
0: relevance i guess Um, yeah like creating new worlds yeah we don't have to all live in the same world
1: yeah and or like try to put people in our world and be like hey this is how great it's going for me yeah i was in bali and you know i'm gonna watch or i'm gonna post 50 tiktoks about it or something like that you know so like in and you know there's a dichotomy of people are saying hey i want to help out or hey like look how great this is but then there's also the consumer who's may not be looking for it but also is just uh coming across it and being like oh my gosh i wish i was there oh i want to be you and then scroll (laughs) on to the
0: next thing you know but (laughs) it can be kind of easy to get like jealous of people on social media but then it's also Good to remember that a lot of people just like flex you know what i mean like yeah. nice clothes and stuff and like a lot of people like around our age they're not buying like a lot of them are not buying that stuff or if they are it's like not their money you know what oh, i mean yeah. or like they you, you know you get what i'm saying yeah we're paying for the rent yeah exactly <laughs> I, honestly though like i i gotta
1: tell you something like i i I honestly, it's weird to say it now, because like, it's not where we initially came from. But I'm just learning how to be confident in saying, I come from money. I do. And I don't, I've always sort of, I grew up in an area where it was just sort of like, not like always celebrated, but very ingratiated into how the community operated. Like, everybody had their groups, and you had to know this person from this age and this person from this group. And it was all just very, like, clicky and, you know, just not exactly my style. Mm-hmm. But now that – and I kind of resented that, even though I knew, like, you know, like, I – like, we're very fortunate, you know, even though, yeah. like, I am completely aware of that. Um, and, like, now I, I look do your at parents me, do? so uh my mom she works for uc she does uh, some research i believe for the it's some uh something to do with uh, uc health sciences uh she does research for them and uh describe uh, mm-hmm. her and uh organizes data and things of that nature and my dad he is the ceo for a private family office that is very prosperous i don't know how much i can say but um but just you know like big stuff yeah and uh, just part, like being aware of that and also like, uh, being in my own personal journey of like, you know, listening to music, discovering culture, I have sort of, or I've sort of come to grips with the fact that like, I came from this. You don't hate black people. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm wearing ice cube, brother. I, I, oh, yeah. I'm all good. Reparation's made. But, no, that's awful. But, but uh, Are but, you from here? Uh, no, I'm from Chicago. Uh, or, well, okay. from Virginia, from Chicago to Cincinnati. Okay. So, um, but, uh, but, yeah, I sometimes I resent my time in Chicago, but also it's kind of what's shaped me for better or for worse.
0: Yeah. And, I'm really looking forward to. Well, I want to. I want to live a nomadic lifestyle, mm-hmm. like be bouncing around every few years. Just didn't. Yeah, I never did that. I always grew up in the same home, and it was just like we weren't. We had something like we we're like very middle class. I would say, mm-hmm. um, like getting direct TV was was pretty cool when I was ten. I remember that was fucking awesome. Because <laughs> like we could watch college football finally. And we Dude. finally didn't just have the TV But uh, <laughs> oh, we, but um, my parents took it, my, my sister and I on like really fun vacations. Like we mm-hmm. went to Italy and cool. the Dominican Republic when I was in high school. So yeah, I'm trying to do some cool shit. I'm definitely like grateful for what I had. I just um, I wish I would have been more social. We grew up like in the bo- in the boonies like within that not a neighborhood like just like a, a farm across our house and my mom's mom my grandma down the road um and then like some other neighbors quarter mile half mile away so was, i'm about to go back there uh this week so uh hopefully i can spend a lot of time in the city lafayette because yeah. it's also like 25 minutes from lafayette my house so um so for you,
1: from what it sounds like, it was more of a, like geographic, like I'm not able to, uh, socialize because of that. Is that right? Yeah.
0: And I, and I also wanted to switch schools a few times mm-hmm. in high school. Um, I went to like a Catholic prep school and there were, there was one public school nearby, but they didn't have a football team. That was like the school district I was in. I was a kicker. Yeah. So, um, that wasn't gonna work, but and like every other idea I suggested, my parents just kind of shot it down. But um, you know, I can't look back on it. I I mean, I can look back on it, but I can't think that uh, like it should have been different because that's just pointless, mm-hmm. right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I I, I thank you for sharing because like that. Yeah. Cause I am somebody who I'm in training for not <laughs> dwelling on the past. Cause like just through genetics, like I'm very, I tend to perseverate a lot on many things and, uh, yeah. and heck one of them was trying to be social, trying to do more. Th- like, cause I tried a couple of like clubs and stuff like that in school. Like I didn't play sports in high school. I played sport, like intramural sports, all throughout, uh, like grade school. But, um, but like I, you know, I wasn't doing any of the sports teams, but I also didn't want to do any of the clubs like that. That was just kind of the introvert I was, you know, like I had my friend group that I love and am comfortable with, but I always, I was never confident enough in myself to sort of be, I guess, that outgoing. And, um, like, you know, again, like, you can look at back on that, but you can't change it. To your point, but also like that's kind of what drives me now in a way is that. Oh
0: yeah, that should definitely. I can't like I like I'm so scared of like ending up back there. To be honest, no offense yeah. to like anybody that lives in Lafayette, <laughs> but it's just. Yeah, I I feel like I'm kind of, like I'm dying, Loki. Like I'm just depressed. Cool. So <laughs> yeah. Great thing to fucking say right before I come home for Christmas, right? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I should should have phrased that a little bit differently. But, yeah, there's just not a whole lot going on. So, and I, yeah, and a lot of my friends also live in Indianapolis, too. So, and my car right now that I have is, uh, it's an old pickup truck. So, we'll see. (laughs) We'll see what goes on. I need to get an auto loan or something before I graduate especially for go bananas yeah yeah it was a 30 dollar uber oh yeah it's tough man <laughs> yeah nick didn't give me a ride back though shout oh, that's out awesome. shout out nick yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah like I, I need to stop my biggest problem with these we have four minutes left um is that cool mm-hmm. right on uh he, with another problem with anchor i think if you like get the paid version you can record it for how long however long you want but it's set at 30 minutes Mm -hmm. right now um but what i was going to say my problem with podcasting right now is i need to ask better questions like i just start like fucking talking about myself and like go off on like some story and then like the guests will like agree with me or something like that but um I think I did a little bit of a better job. Did I? Did you think I asked good questions? Yeah, and
1: like <laughs> part of pod, like part of podcasting is you feed off each other, man. Yeah,
0: and I, I, you're great. Time, yeah, you're so. a great person for this. We could definitely like sit down. We could probably sit down for like an hour or two. Yeah, dude. And do this. Um, yeah, I also want. I hopefully I can talk to other Nick. Like at some, I don't like care what time, whenever. If Nick you wanna you want be a guest and you listen to this, then you could do that if you'd like. I think uh uh Alex Schubert, yeah, I talked to him at the hub a few weeks ago. Yeah. He said that he would like to have a conversation. I would also wanna talk to um Spencer Redding, Eddingfield. Yep, he's a really interesting guy, yeah, I think. Good yeah. old Dilly boy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I actually ran into him at uh at uh his job um just yesterday i was at the mall and uh he helped me out with some gift shopping but uh but yeah i one thing i do want to mention about uh Schumer is you already you already clicked your uh, autistic comedian box
0: so you're all good on that <laughs> but um oh yeah also um i because I, I can't remember everyone's name like everybody in cincinnati that's released a special recently mm-hmm the uh leon kimbrell is that his, yep, his lee kimbrell lee kimbrell sorry i don't know why i said off. i thought i saw his name advertised somewhere as leon that's his instagram handle okay uh, or his main instagram handle, okay but. right on yeah so lee kimbrell has a special on youtube uh does anna the uh girl that went last night does she have anything out right now? My she's knowledge. fucking hilarious
1: yeah she is good from she, what was, seen. she
0: was she was killer last night yeah yeah did, did you go to a brouhaha
1: this year uh no yeah though I, she kept hitting her punchlines with the pew 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 and that was killing me dude <laughs> yeah but um but yeah she's good uh Ran has his for the room special and then of course blake with blake 182 but blake's last um, name is hammond yep. right? yeah blake
0: hammond yeah <laughs> um and those are all on youtube i mm-hmm. think yeah Right on. I have heard that's the route to go. Like as like once you like get into this a little bit and like want to start making like hour long specials is just doing on YouTube because it's so hard to get yeah. it produced by anybody else. So and Ron Irvin, Ron Irvin
1: has one on a uh, Tubi. Tubi's a uh, very underrated streaming uh, yeah. service. I like them.
0: Yeah, we uh. So the show that we went to last night was Sean Patton, and he has um, he, his special is on Peacock. Peacock. Yep. Yeah, that and that dude is. Fucking hilarious. So, yeah, I, uh, some of you Indiana guys, you probably haven't heard of Sean before, but um, yeah, he's like a super respected comedian and he can, yeah, l- just light up a room. Yeah, um, he's opening
1: for uh, Bill Burr, I believe. Yeah, the in, Superdome. Uh, New Orleans, yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, we have 10 seconds left, so we're going to wrap it up. Nick Benavides, thank you so much. Thank you so much, it's, Sam Malazzo. It is always up.